0: This is Partnership for the Arts Radio. Come join us as
1: we explore the worlds of art. This podcast was recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. And you can find this
0: and other episodes of our talk show on Facebook and our website at partnershipfortheartsgroup.org. Okay, everyone, Well, welcome back to another show where we talk art. Annette, how you doing
1: today? I'm great, Dave, how are you?
0: I'm doing wonderful, I'm doing wonderful. I'm feeling blessed, even though I don't have my cup of coffee. Well, so, nice. What's with that? Probably something to do with the guests we're gonna to talk to today, and I forgot my cup of coffee. Because you were so excited. Right, looking so forward to this.
1: Well, I am very excited also. We have with us today Stephen Levine.
0: Hello, Stephen. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you here.
1: Yes. Who is in town in Pantagorda, judging the 11th Biennial National Art Exhibition.
0: Which will be running at the Visual Arts Center through March the 20th.
1: Yes. And Stephen and his wife, Erin, have slept down here from Minneapolis. Mm Mm-hmm. And how was
0: the temperature there?
2: It was, I think, five degrees when we yes. left Minneapolis the other day. Even though we
1: think it's really cold, you right think now. it's cold. <laughs> we we just think, you know,
2: sixty-eight degrees. We're not complaining. Yes. yes.
1: I have my CT door on, but right. You know, yeah. Well,
2: I did bring a jacket.
1: Yeah. And you, as a
2: proper it. Minnesota, I did. Yes. You know what jacket to wear for the weather. But anytime we can get this kind of weather, you know, slice off a week of winter. That's that's sort of our, our thing that we do.
1: Come and down to Florida. You get to look at some, you know, pretty nice art.
2: It was really oh, right. an impressive show. You know, of course, I got to see it online ahead of time for the, for the pre-judging.
1: Yeah, so back up for yeah. a minute for our listeners who might not be familiar with the show. As we said, this is the 11th biennial, and the, the whole way the show is judged over time has changed with technology. Right,
0: very much so.
1: So it used to be in the old days. That people would send in slides of their work, right. and they would painstakingly put together a carousel or multiple carousels and send That's them right. to the judge, and the judge would have to go, you know, family right. vacation style. Now, we just do it online. We do it all digitally now.
2: Do it digitally
1: for the initial for the jurying. Right. Mm-hmm. You are judge and judge jury. and juror. Judge and juror, right. which is confusing. <laughs>
2: yeah
0: to change robes and everything.
2: I didn't get any robe at all. Yeah. I mean, my wife brought that up, and I thought, well, I should have insisted. Well, oh, wait, the wyvern was... didn't give you a
1: robe? No. well, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's probably there. Yeah. But it's, I'm sure it's not, you know, black and sort of dignified-looking, right. which right. is what you'd want for no, this sort no, of it's not. thing. That's I think not. you need to
0: talk to the chair of this show and ask
1: that yes. chair about where that is
0: Who would that be? <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. that be. Right. <laughs> Nanette. <Not that. laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on it? Yeah. You told me before the show we had how many hundreds
1: of entries? We had received 574 entries yeah. from 218 artists across the United Isn't States
0: that some? Yeah, it's, it's wonderful, it's incredible yeah. wonderful.
1: And we received a few international entries as well Right, excellent and he looked at those and pared them down to 143,
2: 143. was the number you gave me yeah.
1: 143 and now steven has been on site choosing the award winners
2: yes i get to hand out 16 awards total so It was really a daunting task. You know, like I said, I saw things ahead of time on the computer screen a couple months ago.
0: Mm -hmm. And what do you think now that you've seen them in person? A
2: lot of them make a different impression, almost always for the the better, because things just don't come across well in in the photo. And then you get to see the subtlety in the brushwork and something that, you know, had a pretty good impact before. And then now you, you realize, wow, that is really a stunning piece. And there were a lot of them.
0: Wonderful. Yeah. There were yeah. a lot of them. well I got kind of a sneak peek as well because I was on right. the receiving Dave more than receiving,
1: of,
2: yeah. yeah. Oh okay. So
0: so I was going through it as we were receiving them. And I thought to myself, he's gotta have a hard time.
2: I really did. I really did have a hard time. And you know, I think I even said if I if I saw the exact same show six months from now I might not make the same sixteen choices because it's a lot of them were you know you're trying to decide well I've I've got to choose between this or this how do you do that and there's there's a lot of variety in the show too you know you've got watercolor and pastel and I think we have some charcoal drawings and oil paintings and lots of different subjects and it's a challenge
1: so but it's been really exciting to Mm -hmm. watch you look at the art talk with you a little bit about it I have been calling some of the award winners today and people who you know, live in California, or who live in Texas, who aren't going to be able to make it for the reception. I've read your comments to them, and they're like, just oh, you read delighted. them all? Oh, really? Yes, yes. They're just yeah, they're just over the moon. So. Oh, good. But should we talk about why we selected Stephen to be the juror?
0: I think that's a
1: good start. Yes. So.
0: Right, because weren't you telling me that somebody mentioned that he was, you know. A good artist. <laughs> there
2: you go.
1: There we go. Okay, next stop. No. no. Um,
0: Truth be told, you're a phenomenal artist, and that's actually true. It's
1: actually true. That it's true. <laughs> it is, and
0: I would say a, a master artist because of, oh, I've you. seen your work. Especially a really cool one that we're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll talk we about just that. dropped
1: a bombshell on Dave that we're not going to really get into <laughs> yeah <laughs> But Stephen has done a Star Wars painting yes. that George Lucas owns. But mm. we're not talking about No, that we're yet. not. No, we're not. This, so. is, this is
2: a radio tease, so we're teasing the yes, radio it is. Voice.
1: Yeah, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly teasing Dave. Right. Yeah. So... So anyway. So anyway, so d- tell us a little bit about your art. You are a realist. Uh, actually, a classical realist, correct? Right. So
2: yeah. which isn't a term I use a lot, but you've got to call it something. When people ask me what I do, I say, you know, I do oil paintings. I sell them through galleries. I do I do realism, um, and a classical realism is sort of a it's a way of describing the sort of twin influence of the, the training that I got, which comes via the, the Boston School, which I could go way into detail on that, I don't know if you want me to.
0: Whatever you'd like.
2: I guess the, the short version would be it's influenced by the Impressionists mm-hmm. and by the academic training that was really in its heyday in 19th century uh, France. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. That's the short version. Okay. We can stick with that. That's
1: good. <laughs> that's good probably.
0: Well, how about we back up there for a minute, Stephen? Okay. Yeah,
1: start back a little earlier.
2: A little earlier? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. A little, you, little are there earlier. Any family influences? <laughs> yes. I wanted to be an artist since I was a kid. My father uh, was a commercial artist. He's retired now. And so when I was okay. a little kid, what I always loved to do was sit in uh, dad's office. He had an office in the basement and draw. And so it could be a beautiful sunny day outside, and, and I wanted to be down in the cold, dark basement and draw next to dad.
0: Can relate. Love it.
2: And that's I what love I love that. to do. And they would have to try to encourage me to go out, you know, go outside and play. Steve, go outside and play, get some sun. <laughs> but that—that's where I wanted to be.
1: See, being in Minnesota worked to his advantage. It did.
2: Which it did.
0: It's a lot of inside,
1: indoor time. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: it's
1: like, do I want to shovel a driveway or do I want to draw? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Dave, one of the things we were talking about mm-hmm. was because Stephen's father was an artist as well. Right. He didn't really get much pushback from his parents. That, yo, is that a real career? Is this something you can do? I make a didn't. Doing? When I announced yeah.
2: I wanted to be an artist when I was 17 or 18, it wasn't really a surprise, you know. And my father said, "Well, okay, you've chosen a very difficult career, but I think you should have a shot at your dream," because he he understood it. And there was one point in his life when he thought maybe he wanted to be a fine artist too. But he was a little more practical than me, so he commercial he artist. He became a commercial artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did do freelance, you know, where you have to go knock on doors and, and try to get work that that way. But still, he understood. And so he, he was supportive, which really helped a lot. Yes. yeah, that It, it yeah, really it made, made a big, big difference. difference. There wasn't any, right. any fight there. Plus, they knew that was the only thing I was going to do. That's what I always talked about, what I always loved. You probably it, weren't
1: going to become a football player.
2: So. I wasn't. No, I think it was yeah. a brief period when I was 10, when I thought maybe <laughs> I could do that. But, no.
0: Yeah. And that went as far as, you know... That would make a great drawing, right? <laughs> that's right.
2: Yeah. I was drawing a lot of comic books. I think when I was ten, comic book characters. Right. Oh no. That sort of thing. Dave is doing. Yeah, a Graphic that's... novel. Did
1: you guys? See Are you about doing that? graphic novel? Yes, I am.
0: Oh. Yes, do... I am. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, it's been a long term project, but it's really? coming to fruition now. So. Yeah. yeah. And, uh And I even got into doing oils because of that, because I'm doing splash pages out of the graphic novel.
2: Oh, all. good
0: advertising. Well you can show me some of your work later. Yeah. No? No. (laughs) It's like going here's a man and is a master at it and then there's this and you're thinking Cartoon Network.
1: (laughs) No i be no, happy to do. No, I want to see it. That. Yeah.
2: I really do because yeah. I I'd be very interested in that. I mean that's that's a, a route that I I think I might have taken if I had been born maybe a little bit later. You know, because I really was interested in the comic book stuff, but I thought I don't know.
1: Well, how you I, make a living. I, I, right, that was the thinking then. Mhm. Different now. The graphic novels now have become a really you know, cool mm-hmm. thing. You know, there's a big crossover audience. It's not... Yeah. It's not no, it isn't. No. It's
2: much more serious, yeah. you know, when I was a kid. Yeah.
0: Well, you're only a year
1: younger
2: than I am. Am so. I? Okay. So what's your excuse then? <laughs> <laughs> You've got more guts than me, that's it.
0: <laughs> or just don't know any better. <laughs> no. a oh, I don't know. You're baby. But apparently, like you, I, I got hooked on comics at a very early age. Now I'm serious about it.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah, it's a very serious thing.
0: Well,
1: we gonna talk about that
2: later.
0: Yeah, Yeah. well, it's fun. It's a Star
1: Wars (laughs) painting. No, no,
0: no. no. We have a little more ground to cover first. Yes, we do. Oh, we do. Okay. Let's move forward by going back. Okay. Uh, Let's start with some of your background and your training a long time ago in a galaxy. (laughs) (laughs)
1: to partnership for the art
0: video, or out. <laughs> I love it every time we play that.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> so we want to thank Chris, Melissa, Mullins, and their wonderful daughter Tori. Yes. The autistic Jedi. Right. For sharing that with us. So a
1: minute. Tell us what it was like to be at an atelier, and tell us actually what an atelier is. Atelier
2: means workshop. It's French for workshop. So in this case, it was Atelier Lesur. That's the name of the person, workshop of Lesur. So she hired a bunch of teachers, and she herself also went through the same kind of training at a different atelier this, that was also in Minneapolis. And it, it consists of drawing and painting from life all day, every day. And wow. it's, uh, they call it a four year program. I stayed for five, I'm slow. Uh, well, some people stayed longer.
0: Obviously, Stephen, it paid off.
2: It paid off, yeah. Well, I loved it, it was such a contrast because I went for a year right after high school to our local Minneapolis College of Art and Design, which wasn't what didn't offer what I was looking for. I just wanted to learn how to draw and paint. I loved the great American illustrators. Mm-hmm. Those were some of the artists my, my father was showing me. Uh, Rockwell, Lion Decker, and Dean Cornwell, and I thought, that's how I want to paint. And I wasn't going to get the, anything like that at the college. and I, I could tell after a few months, um, but then I found this atelier. And, uh, you know, my first week there, I thought, oh, this is like a breath of fresh air. This oh, is exactly nice. what I want. I'll, I'll stay here forever.
0: Right. W- wonderful. Just what you were looking for.
2: Well, it, yeah, it, it was wonderful. So you drew, uh, drew uh, from life. Uh, pencil drawing and charcoal drawing, and then you, know, you progress to painting when you're more advanced, and uh, and then also you'd set up still lifes, um, and then move on to portraits as you become more advanced. So it's a very progressive progressive.
1: And then thing. you were saying that um, being interested in realism, hmm. you know, at this when was this in the eighties and the, yeah, and 90s, right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But you kind of felt like a rebel. We did. Because that's not where the art world They're was. really No,
2: it was yeah. still just this whole sort of renaissance that's happened in the realist art world. It really kind of started maybe in the 70s, really got rolling in the 90s. And uh, so at that time, when I was looking for that kind of training, there were literally just two or three places in the whole country Far where in you could between. get Yeah, that had that real kind of, where you literally are drawing and painting all day. Other, you know, Otherwise, you'd have all sorts of other classes, which... They they have their merits, but uh, drawing a painting is hard enough. You know, I spent five years doing it, and I'm still learning. So uh, that's kind of what you need if you really want to do it seriously. Uh, so yeah, we felt like a little band of rebels. It was really exciting. You know, yeah. talking about well, this this old of, thing that's new yeah. again, and uh, we're we're gonna help make it all come back.
0: Yes. Right. Right. So. Yeah. Wow, so that was kind of like Rebels, like it was, in Star Wars? It was kind of like Star Wars. Oh, it man. was,
2: it was Dave. Oh. Okay. It was
0: just like that.
1: Let's talk about
0: Star Wars. No, 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 no we'll get there. Let's, no, let's fine, the no. This gives me a chance to just keep bringing you it You are going to keep interrupting. <laughs> dun, 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 I think I need some coffee to calm me down here.
1: <laughs> That's right. He about? is out of order here on this radio wait, show. Wait, uh, he's the judge, not you. That's I didn't bring my robe. Uh, right. Where is that robe? <laughs> Excuse me. Aaron, Stephen's wife, and I <coughs> were the legal minds in the room. Ooh. So I think Aaron is saying you're out of order. I... <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs up. You see that? She said, yes, keep going. Keep going. So, so, double yes. up. <laughs> No, okay. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about torture. Okay.
0: Yeah, let's just do it, Stephen. She's not going to give up on it now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, a number of years ago I got a call that there's a, sort of a general invitation being sent out to artists uh, around the country if they want to do a Star Wars-related painting. And I, I got on a list somehow, so I, I got a phone call from somebody who got a phone call, and they said, well, if it's, this, is, this is a thing, and they want to put together an exhibition. At the time it was actually going to be a, a show, and uh, the, the idea was it would be an, a recognizably Star Wars theme. Mm-hmm. It could be a scene from one of the movies, or it could be something made up. As long as someone looking at the painting would think, "Oh, that's Star Wars," and people got very, very creative with uh, you know the kinds of subjects they did and the characters they used. And I decided to do a portrait of Anakin Skywalker, dressed as Darth Vader, but but like a knight, like an old-time knight, holding his helmet, yes, with his you know lightsaber as a sword but his face is not all scarred, it's, it's like he was before. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's but it, you know, the, the, um, the path that he took is suggested because I have him on the planet, Mustafa, right? Right. Volcano planet. Yes. So, that's the one I did.
0: I would imagine with this contest going on for this, there was quite a large variety of interest from probably all over the world.
2: There was, there was a, a lot of artists. That, that entered things, you know, artists that were that well known. I mean, everybody loves Star Wars, and so I'm well, sure not everybody. Not everybody. No. <laughs> well, artists love Star Wars. Yeah,
0: so
1: I mean, she was you... the subject to Game of Thrones. Let's see what she does. <laughs> so you were so you were a Star Wars fan before this. I was. So did this like? How did you come up with the idea for the painting?
2: You know, I don't remember. I guess whenever I would see the movies, I'd think, yeah, he's, he's like a knight, right? That, that's what yeah. he's in. And the, and the lightsabers are swords. And so then I, I you know, thought of my you know, art history, the paintings I would always look at for inspiration. And I'm thinking of all these paintings by uh, you know, people like Anthony Van Dyke or Rubens or something like that, where they'd paint a knight from the court mm. and he'd have his armor on and everything. And I thought, well, that's an interesting way to tie it in. And then I liked the idea of sort of telling a little bit of a different story. Uh, suggesting that well he's he 's the main character of the whole the whole plot, at Saga. least for the first mm-hmm. first bunch of movies. Mm-hmm. everything revolves around him and the path that he took i don 't know i just I just found the subject fascinating it had a lot of layers and
1: so then what, how did the competition work
2: uh, Well, it was more just an invitation it didn 't end up being an actual competition okay. they um, uh, and i don 't know what happened with with the exhibition itself obviously that fell through because we kept thinking, well when when do we send the paintings? When? Sure. Where is it going to be? I, I heard rumors about this or that, and, uh, but it just it didn't materialize, unfortunately. What did materialize is a book, a really nice thick book with, with beautiful reproductions of all the paintings, and I think there's over 200 of them. Right. And right we got to write up a little blurb on our painting that would be in the back, you know, so you could do a couple paragraphs.
0: How large was the painting, Steve?
2: Oh, it's pretty good size. It yeah, was like back 40 back. by 60, I think. Wow. Something wow. like that.
1: And what, what happened? It looks huge. What happened with
2: it? I shipped it off to George. You
1: shipped it
0: off to George? <laughs> George Lucas.
2: Did you yeah, buy well,
1: all the paintings? He
2: bought a surprising number of paintings. He didn't buy all of them. And as I understand it, uh, he sat in a chair, and then someone would would, you know, unpack one of the paintings and and show it to him, and he'd say yeah, or nay. And then they move on to the next one, because there are so many. Okay. And uh, so I think it's at uh, The Wrench. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen it. So
0: how did you find out?
2: Uh, I got an email from the from the sort of liaison person saying, yes, you're, you're, they're going to buy your painting. George is going to buy your painting.
0: Okay. So Wow. Wow. And then there's another great story attached to... There is a great story.
2: After I sold the painting, uh, my wife and I were were dating and we were getting uh, engaged. And so uh, I got the check from George and we decided to take a trip to New York and buy my wife's uh, engagement ring. Yes! Which she's wearing on her (laughs) finger. We're married now, but she has the engagement ring and the wedding ring. And uh, so we went. It's the ring that George bought. That's how there we, we refer to it.
1: There we go. Now that so is Aaron another great story. So even if Erin wasn't a Star Wars fan before, she certainly is now. <laughs> so I have to just ask, the
0: check came in, was it signed by George?
2: <laughs> it was not. No, I should, oh. it was signed. When I cashed it, the money was there.
0: <laughs> That's what counts. That's what counts. You uh, mentioned the book. What was the title?
1: Okay, here I think I think this might be a, I'm looking for the, is
0: this this Vision. Star Wars Visions.
1: Star Wars Visions. Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: One of the artists did a, a really close up of the Darth Vader mask. I mean like this in the rain and that that's the cover photo. It's really a powerful piece. So the raindrops are coming down on the mask. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're looking at it right now. You're right. That is a another wonderful piece. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, Now, Dave's going to be really jealous when I say this. Stephen is not the only artist who I know who did one of these George Lucas Star Wars paintings.
0: For the same thing? Yes.
1: Okay. I'm just saying that. No, I'll tell you... (laughs) Here's the tease for the next next (laughs) (laughs) show. So um, it was one of our other national art exhibition jurors. So
0: oh, that's right, Uh, Carl. Yes,
1: Carl Sampson, who is who Stephen actually knows very well. They have traveled together. Mm -hmm. Okay, um, and studied together somewhat, I guess.
2: Maybe we painted together on many trips.
1: Yes. Yeah. He's so, right. yeah, yeah, so Carl was our juror in 2014. hmm Wow. He
2: did a beautiful profile portrait of Padme mm. on uh, Gold Leaf.
1: Yes, that, it was gorgeous. Really it was, gorgeous. It was thing. gorgeous, based on uh, Natalie Portman. hmm Wow. I,
2: I do have another Star Wars. If you want to keep talking about Star Wars.
1: No, Dave is done. He's, He's done? done? He's no, <laughs> okay.
0: no. No, no. I will say we'll be running into the time frame for, yeah, for just a break.
1: But do tell. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, we'll but tell work. us. Tell
2: us. Tell you quickly? Yeah. Well, my friend Paul also was in the, uh, the, the Star Wars um, thing, and he's, his painting was bought by George. And you would ask me if I was able to get to meet George. I did not meet George, but my friend Paul was able to sort of finagle a meeting with George because of the painting he did.
0: Okay, so what was the painting?
2: He did a painting of... The famous bar scene in the first Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. And that's in the, the front of the book. Only it's George Lucas behind the bar. Irving in Star in the Wars. Day. Yes. Yes, he's the bartender. Wasn't he's, that clever? Yes. It was clever. Yeah. And so he arranged, he said, well, in order to do this painting, I really need to do a head study from George.
0: And they fell for it. And
2: they fell <laughs> <out>. <laughs> so he got a trip out to the ranch and got a brief sitting with George. Wow. And there's actually a funny story because he didn't bring any lighting equipment. And so he was all set, he had his easel and his paints, and, and you know, before George showed up he was talking with one of the uh, aides who was helping him and he said, well I, I didn't bring any lighting, but can I, do you have a, a light I can borrow? And the guy looked at him as if, you know, how unprofessional, you came unprepared and he thought, "What's, oh, it's industrial light and magic, and you, you don't have a light <laughs> He was. <laughs>
1: I thought you would have had a light. Just one yeah. like of <laughs> Just one. Yeah. Here's a flashlight. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, they're called lightsabers. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> How embarrassing yeah. I am. Yes. We're getting used to it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow, some wonderful stories, Stephen. Thank you for sharing.
1: I kind of envision that forest scene, too.
2: It's really a nice painting. It really is.
1: So. I, I think we've been in some of those bar suits. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there. For so. a show. All yes. for the show. All for the show, yes. So, and I,
0: you do have one more thing you wanted to mention, and believe it or not,
1: it's Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah. So my last little artsy Star Wars thing is that there is an ongoing costume exhibit of Star Wars costumes mm-hmm. at the Saint Petersburg Museum of Fine Arts. Mm-hmm. So um, that would be fun to go see.
0: That would be fun to go see. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. If we've got time, we'll yeah. drive up there.
1: Yeah.
0: If you have time. <laughs> uh, if you have time. <laughs> Okay, so everyone, just uh, stay with us because we're going to take a break. A
1: commercial or a break. commercial break. Okay.
0: And then we'll be right back. Hold up.
1: Yeah. I'm Janet Watermeyer, Executive Director of the Visual Arts Center, and I listen to Partnership for the Arts talk show.
0: Okay, so we are back from the commercial break. And we are going to continue on because there's a lot of stuff to talk about, right? Right. We can tell if
1: Dave would like to talk about Star Wars He'd like to keep all going. day.
0: Oh, that, that would
1: be, be like tonight after. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll continue. Yeah. Yes, yes. To make up for the room she didn't get you. What? Yeah, right. <laughs> We've had a few
2: drinks, then you're going to show me your graphic novel stuff, right?
1: Right. Sure. <laughs> Steven, thank you. So, okay, well I'm going to try and bring some order to this conversation. Okay. So... Like in cool. Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. No.
0: Okay, but we do need to move on. We have some other wonderful stuff to cover with you, Stephen, um, Like your career. So, yeah. Go ahead.
1: So, I'd like to hear more about what it's like to actually be a professional artist. Yeah. This is, you have actually been able to make a living creating art for your entire career.
2: Very fortunate, yeah. And
1: that is, that's pretty amazing stuff.
2: Well, it is, it's interesting, you know, when you meet somebody at a party and then they ask you what you do, and we've all got our stock answer, and I say, well, I do oil paintings, I sell them through galleries. And then I wait and to see if they're interested in me going on any further, and they usually kind of stop, because they don't know what question to ask. I could tell there's lots of questions bouncing around in their head, but they mm-hmm. don't want to be rude, so they just say, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and okay, it's good on you. you know, right, you <laughs> know, and I, I sympathize, because, you know, it's sort of, it, you don't really know how people make, make a living at it. But. Well, now,
1: so, and you just said, so I do oil paintings. I do oil paintings. Is that the only medium you that want is,
2: to That is, yeah. I tried watercolor, you know, my, like I said, my dad gave me uh, drawing lessons, and uh, some of them were in watercolor. And that's sort of where I realized that this probably isn't the medium for me because it's, it's really difficult. Uh, oil painting, you can make lots of mistakes. And I make a lot of mistakes. Oh, and you God, can, you can easily cover it up and change sorry, your mind.
0: And, Stephen, I'm over here laughing and I've seen <laughs> your work. And to say the other medium is really hard. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's true. It's true. Well, when we post this, we will have to make sure there's a couple of images of your work. Okay. Yes. So yeah. I have one in mind. I have one in mind. You, you do? Yes. All right.
0: <laughs> Thank <Star Wars>. goodness <laughs> oh, well, I only did no. the one.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. But let's,
0: let's talk about some of your other work.
1: Your hat ones. I mean, I know you've said that yeah. you actually do work in a, a variety of
0: Subjects. Well, a
2: lot of different subjects.
1: Subjects, yes.
2: So okay. I break it down basically to still life, portrait, uh, figures, interiors. So interiors is just, you know, for instance, I've done a whole series of pool hall paintings. So you have a, a room with, with a scene and people, that's an interior. I've done a whole series of interiors just setting up something in the studio. You know, if you've got furniture, interesting lighting and people.
1: Uh, you know, he's doing a still-like demo tomorrow. Are you coming? I am. Oh, yes. Oh, you, know, you are? Okay, oh, yeah. good.
2: Yeah.
0: I will
1: be there. Okay, good. Okay. But please
0: continue, Stephen. Yeah, and so yeah, I
2: tend also. to think in terms of, of series. So when I hit on an idea that I really like, I tend to have lots of ideas about... Lots of variations on a theme. How different ways of doing it. And then I want to do all of them. So done a series of people uh, in museums looking at paintings.
0: Yes. Oh, those are wonderful. Yes. You know, it's got
2: this sort of surreal... Look, you know, paintings within paintings, and then the person looking at the painting is looking at people. We're looking at paintings, and I just like the symmetry.
0: Mm-hmm. Lots of layers. It's layers.
2: Lots of layers, yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. When did you start doing the hats?
2: And then the hats, I, I started doing hats, the hats. about oh, 15 okay. years ago, and I, I set, you know, I'm always searching around for something interesting and different.
1: Really? though. 15 do. years ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I had a bunch of hats, and I set them up on a table, and I kept looking at it thinking, this just looks like a pile of old laundry. I don't know if this is, <laughs> if this is interesting or not. Or, and I kept second guessing it, so I thought, I'll thought, i just do it small. So I did a small one, and I had so much fun with it. And I sent it to the gallery, and it sold right away. And I thought, well, you know, I think I have another idea for how to do that a little bit better. And then I just kept going, and then I started, you know, stacking them and adding feathers and birds' nests, and. It, it's getting a little strange, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pardon the pun, but you have to keep branching out. You do. <laughs> that's
2: right. Yeah, no, it's, it's really been a, a lot of fun I figuring out. I think
1: this will be, you know, I'm sure not one of your favorite artists, but I, I couldn't help, when I looked at those some of those bowler hats, I thought of Magritte. Oh yeah, that's the other reason. Oh, yeah. It's a little okay. echo
2: of Magritte, because I, I have a little bit of a surrealist thing going on in some of my work.
0: Yeah, it's incredible, the inside of those hats. It looks like a picture.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. on purpose, because I like that. It gives it a little bit different dimension. Right. And so I like the echo of the Magritte, yeah, yeah. with the bowler hat, or okay. just the idea of hats. That's what comes to mind for people, so. Right. And so. then there's you know layers of meaning with uh, the suggestion of feathers, because the hats are decorated with bird feathers, and then I've got birds' nests and eggs, and the nest is sort of shaped like a hat, so there's some symmetry there in terms of just the form.
0: It's good to just sit and look and think sometimes, isn't it?
2: He, he artists think about off. a lot. We have a lot of time to just think. <laughs> we really do. I mean, we're setting things up and you I mean, analyzing from all different points of view, and
0: you know, there you go.
1: <laughs> and actually, we gotta go. So, uh, are we wrapping our first half of the little show?
0: Yes, we are.
1: Okay.
0: We are going to look at wrapping up part one of our interview with Stephen Levin. Okay. So Stephen and Aaron, thank you for joining us for part one. Appreciate you coming and spending some time with us. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> okay, because I was wondering what you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, want to tell you, we appreciate you listening in. Make sure you come back for part two because there's a lot more to talk about. Right. The National Art Show, the style Stephen has, uh,
1: why he picked what he did, So, Nanette, you take care. You too, Dave. I will be seeing you very soon.
0: For the next show. This is Partnership for the Arts Radio. Come join
1: us. As we explore the worlds of art. This podcast was recorded at the Visual Arts Center in Punta Gorda, Florida. And you can find this and other episodes of our talk show on Facebook
0: and our website at partnership for the arts group.org.